Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. I'm Jeff. And I'm Alex. Today we're going to be talking about apartments in Berlin, but more about the everyday living in an apartment in the city and all that kind of comes with it, with the crazy neighbors or the trash or, you know, the things that happen living in an apartment here. Right. It won't, it won't be the comparison of German apartments to American apartments because we've done that episode before. We've done that. That was like episode like yeah. 12. And if you want to hear that, please go listen to that. This is going to be more about like, yeah, the interactions, the community of it, uh, the issues, you the know. The everyday uh, kind of bullshit we got to deal with. What, what it's like to live in a German apartment. Uh, you know, I guess it's specific to Berlin, but I feel like... It could probably be extrapolated in cities. I, I think it's probably very similar in Hamburg and Munich, et cetera, you yeah. know, like any other big city in, in Germany. So, um, and probably some of these you're going to experience in smaller cities as well. It's just, yeah. it's just the deal of dealing with people. Exactly. The deal of so dealing with people. That makes let's, sense. Let's get to the deal and deal out this episode. Let's go. And welcome back. It is episode 124. Wow. Alex, how you be? I, I'm B. I'm okay. I'm doing well. Doing well. Uh, I'm not feeling uh, sick or anything, which is nice. I feel, I feel like everyone else around me is sick. So yeah, both of us were sick last uh, Wednesday, and my cold is almost completely gone. I have a little bit leftovers, but it sounds like yours is yeah. is flushed through. It's, it is. I can bre- hear that. Uh, I can breathe. I can talk. Yeah, I hope I, I hope jump. we sound normal again. I think so. I hope so. Excellent. Well, thanks again for joining us. You know, if this is your first time, you know, we talk about what it's like to live abroad as an expat yeah. in Germany, but it applies also to the rest of uh, Europe. And uh, sure, you know, a lot of it does. We give advice about such things, but you know, first. Not always good advice, but at least advice is given. It's given. Yeah. Whether or not you use it and whether or not it's helpful, that's up to... <laughs> that's, that's up to you. We have no uh, real disclaimer at the bottom of our website mm. that says anything we say cannot be used against us. Right, but I would suggest you think about taking it, because if you remember what Alanis Morissette said, an ironic... It's the good advice that you just didn't take. So, wow, Elena, Alanis Morissette reference. Now you're really showing uh, your age, Jeff. Actually, you know, anybody who's watched who has Disney, Disney Plus or a one month free trial like I did, uh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a cartoon called The Great North, and she appears as a like, um, like imaginary friend. This, this, yes, yeah, one kid has an imaginary friend, and it's Alanis Morissette, just like huge in the, in the sky. I mean, she's yeah. Canadian, so makes sense. It's up north. True. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure she's. She's gained some nuggets of wisdom over the years. You She's know? awesome. I, I still listen to her music in She's 20, cool. 2022. Anyways, Anyways. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're off the rails here. Let's let's get back on the rails. Alex, okay. we've got some news and tidbits. Let's start. Yeah, we'll start off with a special thank you to you, Jules, from Ohio. Jules from Ohio. Jules from Ohio. For the amazing five-star review. And uh, don't binge, Jules. Don't binge too fast. Try to save her a little bit. Yeah, because she was saying she started about a month ago and... Uh, and she's already been through more than half of it. You know, save, yeah. save a few, you know, it's kind of like, you know, you got like that big thing of Oreos and you want to just like, just devour the whole thing. Save a few. Cause you know what? Tomorrow you're going to be like, ah, I wish I didn't eat them all. You know, I wish I had a few leftovers. So. I mean, she probably won't hear this though, because if she's on episode like 50, then, you know. No, but she did say she listened to your uh, episode about, oh, about your trip to Italy. those couple episodes ago. Well, so. Julie, for listening, thank you again. We really appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for joining. And speaking of, joining in yes like that transition no. um you know we 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 love a good q a man we like, I, I love q a's we, we love answering your guys questions we, it's, we, it's it's been a while it's been a while it probably actually hasn't uh we, we, we just love a good q a uh so we're asking again if any of you listeners out there got some cues have questions 
about us personally, or you have questions about living in Germany or traveling in Europe or moving abroad. Or the color of Jeff's walls. Yeah, that kind of stuff, you know, that, that important stuff. Go ahead and send those questions through our Instagram or through our website, which Alex will cue you in on in a minute, so don't worry. I will. Uh, send us the questions through there, and we will answer them on air in, uh, you know, in an upcoming Q&A, which means questions and answers episode. That is what it means. And also a big thank you to everyone who has given us donations over the past two, almost three years. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate all of them. We are a nonprofit podcast. This podcast costs us money. And so every donation goes to the upkeep of the show, to whiskey bottles, to equipment that breaks inevitably. Um, to, to the hosting fees, you know. Yeah, it's it's not going, you know, in our piggy banks. It's it's all going towards the show. So we, we really appreciate it all. Uh, if you would like to donate on our website at the bottom, there's a donate link on PayPal. You can donate right there. And uh, we appreciate every little tiny cent. Absolutely. So again, thank you to everyone who's done it. And for those who have done it, also, thanks for listening anyways. It's a free podcast. It's free. No one's forcing you to donate. You don't have to. Absolutely not. And uh, how you been, man? I mean, we already kind of talked about it earlier, like the sickness is over, but I think you were still dealing with it over the weekend, so you didn't do much, right? Yeah, Saturday, chill. We went on a Friday, but that was nice. Had some tacos, went to a cool bar. Uh, yeah, that's oh, yeah, with me. I, with you. It's so funny, when you, when you were saying that, I was like, who is this? Oh, yeah, I was yeah, there. Yeah, you were yeah. with me. Yeah. yeah, forgot. And then Saturday, I decided just to... And also, I, I wasn't feeling super sick. I just kind of... You know, my girlfriend's been sick for like a week now. She's got like the flu and that sucks. So I hope she's feeling better. But uh, yeah, she wasn't feeling that well on Saturday. And I just kind of felt like doing nothing. You know, I had like friends over the weekend before. Just came back from a holiday the weekend before that. I'm going to take the Saturday and just relax and watch TV. But I was going to say, what kind of nothing? Was it a video games nothing or a t watching TV nothing? It was watching obscene amounts of Seinfeld nothing. Nice. Which is great. Really? No video games? Really? That seems unlikely. Uh, a little bit in the morning. Yeah, oh, okay. like an hour or two in the morning. Oh, is it because Bobby was out there with you and right. so you couldn't play? Oh, when she's yeah. sick, you know, usually she read a book next to me or watch something. I'm like, you know, she's sick. We're, we can watch together. It's nice. That's nice. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. Uh, how about you? you, you Every couple you? should do a Seinfeld binge, you know, once once in their... Once they're yeah, I'm super company. excited she's into it now because she didn't want to watch it, but then she did and now she likes it. Nice. Because it's great. Uh, but you did some stuff. You were pretty busy. Yeah. As you said, on Friday we went and it was a, a place I've never been to. Uh, it's kind of like an... An in indoors market where you walk in and there's five or six little restaurants in the right. same kind of large room. So you can you walk in and you can just choose which place. Kind of like a food court, if you will. Yeah, kind of and, and there's a big bar in the middle and you kind of sit wherever you want, eat whatever food you want from those restaurants. It's outdoors. It's a really cool uh, spot. Yeah, and there's uh, Zeneferdplatz. Yeah. Uh, really, and, really cool. I, I, again, I, I feel stupid that I've never been there. So. Yeah, right? And their, uh, their tacos there are incredible. And yeah, actually, like Mexican taco, tacos. I was going to say, like, they, they remind me of the tacos I get back in California, which is a big deal because yeah. uh, Mexican food in Berlin and Germany in general sucks. So it's it's when you find actually a place that's sort of authentic, you you dive on board. Yeah, I mean, the Mexican food is here definitely getting, it's definitely getting better. I think slowly people have realized better. that yeah. we like Mexican food. And so it's slowly, it's, it's getting there. It was kind of like the big uh, burrito boom of 2017 or the burger boom. <laughs> Everyone remembers where they were. During the, the big burrito boom. Or, or the big burger boom in 2015 here in Berlin. I don't know if you remember that one too, but uh, I felt like everywhere was a new burger place opening up. So now maybe we'll have a big Mexican boom. We'll see. Hey, I'm not all the, for it. Not the burritos aren't Mexican, but. No, I, I love it. Um, yeah. The more, the merrier. Yeah. So did that. And then Saturday, you guys were off the clock and oh, yeah. uh, a few of our other friends were out of town. So what did I do Saturday? Oh, actually it was cool. Um, a friend of mine, Pryog, who... Um, he was on the show, right? 
who yeah he was on the show he did an episode yeah yeah a long time ago a long time ago about his his journey to moving to Ger- to germany his germany journey his journey me and i yeah i met him like 10 years ago and he was he's like one of the few og you know like like most expats when they move abroad they have like that og friend group but then those kind of dissolve away and, right because those are just kind of like that i just want to hang out with somebody right your temporary friends temporary so friends to speak um, and he's one of the few OG friends from those early days that I still know and talk to. And he abruptly had to move to Munich um, about a year ago. So I hadn't seen him in a, in a long time. And he was in Berlin for a uh, concert. So I got brunch oh, cool. with him Saturday. It was cool catching up. That was fun. Uh, found out he just got married. So oh, well, congratulations. Congratulations, Brian. Brian and Kati. And uh, yeah, that was fun. And then afterwards, yeah, did just a nice long walk with the with the fiance, and nice. uh, went to uh, Weissensee to the little lake there. Had a yeah. couple couple drinks. And it was nice. The weather here has just been so beautiful over the past week or two. Weirdly warm, yeah. Like today was eighteen degrees. Tomorrow's gonna be like twenty two. It's unbelievable. It's like what it should be in what September, late August. Yeah, but if this is what it is during winter. The summers in the upcoming years are just going to suck. Oh, we're, we're all screwed. Yeah. That's right. Fun times, yeah. And then, of course, you know, a little extra wedding planning because it never ends. As as always. As always. Um, but I'm excited. <laughs> I know it always sounds like I'm not. It's just like... Uh, no one's start, excited for the wedding planning. No, the planning is, is not fun. But once it is planned, then you get excited. Yes. Uh, let's you, go... You know what else is exciting me right now? Whiskey. This is a whiskey in your hand. So again, we have two small bottles, but we're going to try to get a big bottle for y'all with a nice pop next week. So stay tuned. That's pre- okay. So let's actually do that. We actually haven't talked about that, but yeah, let's do We haven't talked about it. Okay. I, I just decided <laughs> just now. Okay. Let's order it like the next few days so it yes. actually gets here on time. So we're going to get you a pop next week, hopefully. Right now Fingers we're in the crossed. tiny bottles. Uh, this is Grace O'Malley, Irish uh, Pirate Queen. What? Pirate Queen? What? Is it yeah. what? Grace O'Malley, Irish Pirate Queen. Oh, I think Grace O'Malley, she is, is the, the, pi- the pirate, Irish Pirate Queen? Is or was. It's a new whiskey. It's established in 2017. It's Ooh. a brand new... Uh, Just say what, uh, wait. what age this is? It says born in 1330. Yeah, Grace O'Malley, I, probably. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, it doesn't say how much it's... Oh, it's not aged because it's a blended whiskey. So it's blended Irish. So blended, it cannot be aged at all. Well, it's probably different ages of whiskeys. Then, oh, okay. then there was the age of yeah. a blended one. You said it's not aged. I think it is aged. Well, it's probably, you know, yeah. it's, well, it's whiskey. Anyways, <laughs> let's drink it. I'm excited because I, 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 I think you're on board too. Like Irish whiskey is always good. Love Irish whiskey. Yeah. Again, sorry for the lack of an actual cork being popped out of a bottle. You just talk through all the great glug. I, I, I just realized it. No. Oh, the great okay. glug in Jeff. Everyone who loves the ASMR... Hmm. It's pretty good. It was like a little, like a little fountain in you know somebody's grandparents' backyard. You know. Yeah, all all my grandparents had fountains. Same. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Let me get a little smell here first. Smells Irish. Smells Irish. Ooh, that's sweeter. Hmm. Ooh, Mrs. O'Malley. Grace. Her name is Grace. I don't know if she was married or not. Sorry. She was a pirate. Oh, okay. Miss O'Malley then. Mmm, tasty. It is tasty. I mean, again, 
You can throw any Irish at me, Irish at me, I'm and I'll, like I'll be fine. That's yeah. the thing, right? Exactly. Uh, before we get into the episode of German apartment living in a big city with different things happening all the time. <laughs> Such a mouthful. Uh, <laughs> German apartment living, the thing, and that's one of the things. Uh, if you'd like to give us a five-star review like Jules did, we appreciate it. We'll obviously call you out on the show as well. Like we did for Jules. Exactly. And it makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And also keeps us going and shows other people who are into podcasts like this. Helps them find it as well. Uh, you can do that Apple podcast. A five-star review is much appreciated. But again, you don't have to. This is your own life. You're your own person. You do what you want to do. No, you could get, you could, you know, clean the bottom of your boat. You could clean the bottom of your boat. You know, I've heard that those crustaceans and stuff, like I start building up there and it slows you down. True. You, you could take that one pair of shoes you have that you got to like fix a little bit and get some super glue and fix that. Yeah, there's always that like, like the loose heel or something, and exactly. you're always meaning to do it. You don't do it. Yeah, you could do that with your time, or or it gives five star reviews are, are, are easier. Aren't That's they? quicker. It's easier, and yeah. it's online. Who does? Who doesn't love the internet? I love the internet. And where on the internet could they find us? Actually, Alex. Oh, on the internet, you could find us at agdwpodcast.com. Lots of content on there, and many do say it is the best website in the world. I have heard that. I forget I, where, but I've heard it in places. You have heard it in places. Yeah. I have yet to hear it, but people are saying it on the grapevine. I mean, it's not just the like also the the sub grapevine. There's like several smaller grapevines there. All, also all, about the it. potato vines. Yeah, I mean, that's all, there's also a vine. There's a lot of vines. Yeah, uh, and also check out our Instagram, which is at americans.in.germany.podcast. We do Instagram stuff on there. So yeah. if you like Instagram stuff, we, which we, we post cool pictures once in a while. Once if you're like thirty or under, you probably like Instagram stuff. Yeah, come check it out. And let's go to the topic, Jeff. Let's talk about living in this wacky city that is Berlin and things that comes with living in apartments. Yeah, I think this will be interesting for people who uh, are planning to move to Germany or just did because, the, you know, there's there's definitely a um, a kind of a dance you got to do when you live in a German apartment. Yes, isn't, absolutely. isn't there, you know, like dealing with various types of neighbors. There's, there's the controlling neighbor. There's the nosy neighbor. There's the cool neighbor. There's the, you know, loud neighbor, the loud neighbor, the you know, weirdly quiet neighbor. Yeah. Like, are you alive, neighbor? Exactly. Ooh, and I got like, I'm, I'm nervous I, for yeah, you, neighbor. Yeah, we've got one of those as well. Like, And so, and there's the different ways you're kind of expected to deal with these various people in Germany. The package-sticking neighbor. Yeah. The package thieves. Yeah. The package-thieving neighbor. I had that once as well, where they tried to steal a computer monitor I'd bought, you know. Great. Um, because it was the unfortunate thing where, like, the picture of the item is on the box, which I mm. hate. You know, yeah. it's just like telling people steal me, basically. It's like, that's, yeah. ooh, 24-inch monitor brand new, if, right? if what you want in this box a 24 inch monitor i'm telling you that's what's here so right. steal it or you're you know you have an ebay account and you want to make some money off of a box you just true <laughs> even yeah. if you don't want the monitor that's fair uh, anyway so you know like um yeah that's what we'll be ta- we're talking about today uh we've got some good personal stories and just some general uh, advice for that now i'd say first um as we mentioned let's talk about Maybe before we get to like the present, yeah, let's talk about the different kind of quote unquote communities that we've lived in before, you know, because sure. as you mentioned, your current apartment is the one where you've uh, kind of interacted with your neighbors the most, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. So how has it been in the past? Yeah. So uh, as people who are longtime listeners of the show do know that by first apartment, I was living um, above the kitchen crawl space area above the cabinets and there um i don't remember meeting any neighbors it was kind of like a chill apartment how, how long were you there again about eight months okay but but i think it's because you were not the actual renter of that apartment right, right? so you didn't have to, to do any of the apartment things so, no. so so you you were kind of still in that 
I'm fresh in Berlin, touristy period, and not having to deal with any of the stuff we're going to talk about later, probably. Yeah. Exactly. And then my second apartment was in one of these old GDR, DDR uh, block apartments uh, near Landsberg Ali. Very ugly looking building, but the apartment is actually pretty, not very nice either. But my roommates are pretty cool with these two Polish guys, Christian and uh, Patrick. So what's up to them? And the one guy who... Uh blinded himself right with yeah, some Patrick. homemade alcohol <laughs> yeah yeah some homemade vodka from his mom glad to hear the site came back i think it did yeah and there as well i don't really remember any neighbors like really talking to them also my other apartment i moved in with bobby uh there was one neighbor that i knew because they had two dogs and they're always really sweet oh so say hello to the dogs nice and my neighbor not crossed, to them just the dogs just dogs yeah and neighbor across the hall who was uh, always getting her packages, some old lady. Mm-hmm. She was very nice. Because she's always home, which we'll yeah. talk about later. Exactly. When they find out that you're always home, they just go straight to you. Yeah. Yeah. She was always home. She always had my packages and she was really nice about it. And I knew one other neighbor who moved in right before we left. And he was really nice, Australian guy. Uh, but besides that, it just kind of felt like I came home, I walked up my steps, went to my apartment, and would barely even see anyone else walking up or down the steps. Like very rarely. Right. You would think sometimes that's the case, yeah. You'd think I go to work to get to work at eight thirty, so leave the house around seven fifty. When I get home, I'm home around five thirty, six o'clock, like pretty normal nine to five times. But uh you don't really I don't really see any of my neighbors. So you know the building probably fits what, thirty apartments, thirty five apartments? Yeah. Not a single neighbor you see. Like maybe yeah. like once a month. Crazy, right? It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. So that was about it. And now, now my new apartment, which uh I have a WhatsApp group with all my neighbors. Is a different story. Yeah. And so now it's just like constant interaction. It's just, Whether it's, you want it to or, want it or not. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's always there. How about you? Well, I've moved around a lot, so I'm not going to go. Don't go to apartment one. apartment. Yeah. But but I would say like the first four or five years in Berlin, it was mostly sublets. So most of the times I wasn't even allowed to interact with a neighbor because the person would be like, oh, "I'm not allowed to sublet, so please don't tell anybody that you're living here." So oh, that's fair. The first few, few years I lived in Berlin, and some German neighbors have a stereotype of being really nosy. So. Watch out. Because some of them are. Yeah. yeah. That's why the stereotype comes. Yeah. And, and who, who would who would go out of their way to tell oh, yeah. the... Um, in a heartbeat. The, um, now, the, uh, the house revolting, which is in English, I guess, the housing agency, or what do you call it? That leasing company, or whoever managed... Who, the, the, uh, Pro- property management. Pro- property management. There you go. Anyway, so the first, first few years, I really had no interaction with neighbors because they weren't really my neighbors. It was all sublets. Right. It was like three months here at this apartment then three months this it was a, so you also no interest in meeting them either because you're not staying anyways yeah i'm not staying a long time i mean no i was not like you know there's a few times where there's a package here or there but yeah, yeah of course no, yeah no interest really and also i'm you know those those first few like especially that first year you're in germany especially if you're living in your on your own like you really don't want to interact with any neighbors because like your german sucks and you're and it's terrifying and it's terrifying yeah yeah exactly like even just picking up the package you're like for a minute practicing like in your apartment how to ask like I'm here to pick up the package oh, but, then, but then the moment the door opens like you forget it and you're like pick it pick it yeah so that's the way it was and then finally I got a long term vague a uh, like a roommate situation which I was there for four or five years and again oddly enough yeah in that building same as that as you said before we were on like on the fifth floor there was like two or three apartments per floor and over those four or five years, I had, I had like almost virtually no interaction. It was like maybe once every two weeks you would see somebody in the stairwell, you yeah, know, and, that, and you, you just like say, of course you said, hi, how you doing? And then you keep, that was, but that was like it. You that's know? something I never understood because 
I don't know. I never lived in a city before, and I guess watching TV and stuff like that, I always felt like everyone knows their neighbors. Hey, you live Bill. in the same building together, yeah. and you, you know, I figure like at working hours, everyone's going down at the same time. You, you know, oh, going to the train again. All right, have a great day. Have a great Monday. Have a great Tuesday. I don't know. But it's actually nothing like that at all. It's like you barely well, see your neighbors. It's weird. I mean, maybe like also the time, like I was working freelance, like my working hours were not that of a nine to five normal person either. So, That's true. but yeah, it's like, you know, randomly just see somebody in the stairwell. And, and I was lucky in that apartment also, like we didn't have bad neighbors or neighbors that gave us issues. So we had no reason to seek out neighbors for any concerns or, or you know, like, or loud, you know, people being too loud or whatever. Yeah. So just had no reason really to talk to neighbors and yeah, just barely, barely saw them. And then I got my first apartment that was actually mine, where it wasn't a sublet. It was I was it was I was the only person on the contract. It was my place, whatever. Um, and same, I was like fifth floor, but instead of like two or three apartments per floor, it was just one apartment per floor. And I was at the top floor, so there was no reason for anybody to come up to my floor. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So I had even less interaction with the neighbors. You know, it was, it was like my own penthouse suite up there, and and nobody walked up there ever. Um, and you know, the, the post guy didn't want to deliver packages up there either. So it was like, so very little interaction. Yeah. I was like, really once every two weeks, sometimes you just forget you even had neighbors, you know, it was weird. Yeah, it is. Um, but cut to my current apartment, uh, you in the, if you're walking in out of building, you almost always pass at least one person, you know, so it's uh, a really giant building here. Yeah. Yeah. There's like two it's different maze, two different courtyards. Yeah. And there's probably seven entrances two or three different buildings that are kind of connected in a weird way and yeah so there's those, I don't know, those how, poor how, 50 different apartments maybe or not i don't know no more than that more really okay do my, my my building has 36 my building's tiny yeah but you each floor you have like sure, like several six, i don't know let's say but yeah but yeah there's quite a few people but yeah and here the interaction is mostly um you say hi we have a few neighbors we've maybe stopped and talked to a little bit more you know like um ah that's bad. I can't remember his name. Uh, but there's, there's this one neighbor who we always, <laughs> like, he has interest in, like, I do, like, woodworking. He, he'll, like, have it. He has an interest in it. So he'll see me working. So he asks questions or he'll b- borrow a sander or something. Yeah, or, you, you guys sound like best friends. You and uh, John Doe. God. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Anyway, any, but again, like, yeah, no real friendships. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, in my specific building where there's only technically three apartments because each apartment is two levels, um, which makes me sound like a rich bastard, but trust me, it's a, it's a very affordable, cheap apartment. It is actually, um, weirdly enough, but yeah. So like in my section of the building, it's just like my apartment. Then there's one apartment above me, then one other apartment. And so like, there's the larger community of all the buildings. And then there's the community of this building that we're in. And we've two floor people. Unfortunately, we've had issues with, uh, with the neighbors who have lived in this building. And, um, luckily some of them have moved out and stuff, but but yeah, anyway, so um, yeah, like it's, it really depends on where you live. And I'm sure in smaller cities, maybe you have more interaction with your neighbors because it's not this very hustle bustle, you know, you know, on the move kind of a thing, you know? Probably. Yeah, I guess so. And the, like you just said, like you have some problems with your neighbors. That's kind of the worst thing is having a problem with your neighbor um, because you're in the same building and you have to see each other. It's not like maybe in the suburbs where, you know, they live in a different house. So you can really avoid, you know, their house. We're in the building. It's like you are sharing a lot of areas together and you're going to see each other no matter what. Well, this is your life. You know, I mean, this is where you live. And, you know, and when you could share walls with people, I think eventually you're going to have one issue here or there. Right. Yeah, for sure. Like in my old apartment, um, it was a very old apartment and the walls were, you know, paper thin, if you remember. Mm. And like I've had times where I'm having dinner 
you know, maybe 9, 30, 10 o'clock with uh, my girlfriend, like her aunt and uncle, four people, not many. And, you know, we got on our wall telling us to be quiet. I'm like, dude. When you're just having like a normal volume level conversation, just like having dinner. Exactly. Yeah. And like some people want to control your volume just living in your apartment. If you're having a party after 10 o'clock on like a Tuesday, something like that, fair enough. Come I'm, talk to me. I, the only thing I will throw in there because I've been in that apartment many times is like that that wall between your apartments is I think the most paper thin wall I've seen in it's Berlin. It's awful. So, so like it's it's not that they're crazy. No, they is weren't it, crazy. It, it's a very thin, thin, thin wall. But like, like in a situation like that, that's where you have to put on headphones and try to sleep or something like that because it's it's, it's, a t- it's thin walls. That's the reality yeah. of it. And, and, and we're not having a party. You know, we're just living. Yeah, and because and, that that is you like living, and they can't force you. Because one thing we should remind people is like in Germany there are. Ruhe Zeiten, right? Um, and um, where you have to be quiet from 10 p.m. till 7 a.m. You know, and they ha- there's this thing in the afternoon that nobody really follows, but I think mostly it's 10 p.m. So, so like at 8 p.m., like they could not call the police on you just for having a conversation because like, right. because like you are just but having e- a conversation. Even at 10, if you're just talking, they cannot call the cops on you because you're not doing anything loud. Yeah. You're just talking in your apartment like you're allowed to do if you're paying rent and living there. And like it, the, the walls are so thin that. Uh, we, our neighbor was listening to a song and we actually shazammed it through the wall and we got it like because pretty quickly. normally it would just be muffled like, but for, yeah, I think for you, it's like, you could just hear clear as day. Exactly. Super what clear. Like, yeah. So, uh, that got awkward after a while. Cause one guy who's also a student and he's like, I have to study. And I'm like, I'm not being loud. Like I was playing video games and like the, and, and I know cause like the few times we would come over there and watch movies with you guys, you guys would have the volume way down yeah. and you'd still get knocked sometimes. And it's like, you're like, I cannot turn this down anymore. Also, we literally just can't even hear what's happening. Exactly. You know? And I felt bad cause I guess their bedroom was connected to our living room where a TV wall mm-hmm. was, but, uh, it was the biggest room. Well, I'm not in my bed there. You know, I don't know. It was just bad. It was a weird situation. That's going to happen. Luckily, my new apartment, the walls are like, I don't know what they're made out of, but they're, they're thick boys. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No, no, his, his new apartment, he will blast his music like none other, and nobody hears anything like that. These, these walls are like, I don't know what they're made out of, man. Two feet thick of like, it's like a freaking well, bunker or something. Actually, the architect told me that on the floors, in between the floor and the ceiling, they put like a, on purpose, like a air pathway. Air void for An the air void. sound to dissipate. Exactly. Yeah. And I was like, that is some interesting stuff. I've never thought about that. Yeah, it's nice. Like currently, like our walls are really thick, but like our ceiling is actually also fairly thick, but it's just our neighbor above us is... Like, have you ever seen this YouTube video where like... It's like these people that are like professional noisy upstairs neighbors and they're like they're like dropping bowling balls and stuff and like <laughs> running around with high field, just like making weird sounds. That's exactly what it is. Like the, this guy... And it's, it's so funny because like we, we get we're actually very lucky on Wednesdays because every I think he does something on Wednesdays in the evenings because like every other day he's super loud and it usually gets <laughs> he usually gets his loudest between like 10 and 2 a.m. Which is, of course, when you want to sleep. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, I wish you could be here, man. It is insane. Like he, it's like it's like somebody doing gymnastics. And sometimes it sounds like a full grown human being just like jumped off of like. I don't know, a, a second story building and just landed on our ceiling. Like it, this loud crash that will wake me and uh, my girlfriend jump out of bed. Like, oh my, like have heart attacks. Like um, it's just super loud. Did you ever talk to him? Like, what, what's well, happening? We, we did when we, we first moved in, we talked to him and he's like, hey, it's Berlin, get over it. Like it's living in big cities. Like, but it's like, yeah, okay, but you're making noise at midnight on a Tuesday. So you are doing something illegal, you know? So, but, but then, but then it, again, it's like, as we're going to talk about for, as we keep going, it's like, yes, you're legally entitled to call the cops. 
but then it creates a very awkward situation with somebody you're gonna have to live with for the next few years. Right. So, yeah, exactly. So you, you have to like And you also don't wanna be that guy either, right? You don't wanna be the cop calling guy. No, but I have had friends who do it, but like they the people deserved it. It was like people that they talked to several times still play loud techno every night. And it's like at some point you call the cop because it gets yeah, it, it, somewhere you're gonna lose your yeah, sanity. Yeah, right? exactly. So um so anyways, yeah, it's like you wanna complain and, and, and we should talk to you talk about a little bit how Germans do complain. Most times what you see are notes. Notes. They love their notes. They Very love passive, aggressive passive and aggressive notes. notes. Yes. So um, especially when they don't know specifically who's doing a certain thing. Right. You'll see a note in the, and I've seen that in my building as well. Like there'll be notes in the hallway, like, hey, please, whoever it is above us, stop throwing your cigarette butts on the ground. Or, hey, please, who's ever uh, not cutting up their boxes and just leaving them there, you know, next to the trash can rather than putting, you know, like. And those so, are two real examples. Yeah, it was a, yeah, real good. Yeah, exactly. Like no, so what you will see are a lot of notes. So you'll get used to once a week, once every two weeks, you come home and on the front door of your building or the the door that leads into the stairwell, there'll be a note in German, and you'll have to stop and listen and see what they're complaining about and whatever. And, and again, and some of them are very like fair enough. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, absolutely. Um, but yeah, some people do go too overboard and go too controlling. Like again, Germans love following rules. I remember when I first moved into this building. The first week I was like, I'm going to buy myself a cool surround sound system for my, you know, for my, uh, to projector watch, to watch TV. Yeah, exactly. And this all came in a big box and I wasn't home. So I went to another neighbor. So I went to pick it up and I was like, oh yeah, do you have a package for me? Yeah, great. She's handing it to me. I haven't said anything about what we're about to talk about. She's just handing me boxes. When you throw that away, you have to cut it up into several small pieces. You can't just put it in the, into the, into the recycling bin like that. Okay. And I was like, yeah, I wasn't going to. I was really like, I was really offended because I was like, I know to do that. Like, it's it's one thing if she if I had done that. She's she, clearly she's clearly traumatized from past neighbors. Exactly. Like so, the but ghosts it, of neighbors yeah, past. I was pissed uh, because it's like, well, you don't know. I, like, I am a good. Per I always cut up my packages. Yeah, but then yeah, I but recently about a month ago we had somebody who ordered like a huge piano. So talk about like a <laughs> ten foot, you know, two and a half meter long box. And instead of cutting it up, left it in its you know, piano box form and just threw it in the hallway and left it there hoping it was going to get taken care of, which it's not. It's going to sit there until somebody cuts it up. But, and then so, another new neighbor saw that and was like, oh, great. And they'd also bought a big like couch or something and put their box there. Like, and it's just like, and of course now your hallway's full of trash and it looks like a dump and, you know, and then eventually on top of these uh, car boxes, you have like 20 notes, five or six <laughs> notes, like, yeah, well, which is fair because nobody, you know, it's like, cut up your stuff and recycle you know like and what's so wild to me is like the people shared area you know and, and the people walk by that like every day and just don't care and they don't care that's and, wild to me yeah and that's and that's when you get worried because you're like ooh, if they're okay with that what else are they okay with you know Oy. yeah so, you, so you're gonna have a lot of good and what is there a sort of thing as a good issue no <laughs> it's gonna be good bad issues but like i was say like good and bad interaction with neighbors you yeah know? that's true i mean for us we don't really we I, we actually had our first note ever uh, well, day. you are a new building. True. This building, this building has been producing notes since uh, 1895. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So you're, you're in notes from way back. This, oh, this building has uh, got how many like tape marks on the walls from all these <laughs> notes? No, what, what, I, what I mean is that uh, it's a new building, so I haven't moved in around the same time because the building was just built. True. Everything uh, was fresh. Yeah. Everything was fresh. So that means someone's like, let's have a WhatsApp group with everyone who lives here. So, you know, if you have packages, which is a great idea. Instead of, you know, going around being like, oh, I have a package, this person, oh, can I come get it now? Sure, no problem. And get your package. That's it, really nice. In certain ways, it seems super nice, but also I, I could see myself going crazy because 
there's going to be some people saying certain things in that group. I'm sure that just this dri- is, drive me crazy. Yeah. That's what I'm getting at, Jeff. Oh, okay, sorry. So the notes in the wall become notes on WhatsApp, which become comments on notes on WhatsApp, which becomes conversations <laughs> on comments on notes on WhatsApp, and it becomes like a whole thing about something that's like a tiny little deal. Well, give, give us some examples of the kind of issues you guys are... You don't have to give names or anything, but like what kind of issues are popping up? Um. Okay, so I... So we have a we have a rooftop terrace that's shared, which is pretty yes. cool. Alex is a millionaire, by the way. I'm a millionaire, yeah. billionaire actually. He's friends with uh, Mark Zuckerberg. He's my I, I love robot people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, so uh, there was no furniture up there. <laughs> <Sorry. Yeah. laughs> There's no furniture up there, and this bar that I go to a lot next to work, they just got brand new um, beer benches for outside. Yeah. So I was like, oh, can I? have two of your old ones or buy them like yeah sure 60 euro for two i was like great great deal yeah they're not in the best shape but like but they're, they're huge and they're sturdy yeah they're workable and they and they you know, there's something to sit on instead of just sitting on the floor yeah. and you know upstairs. what's better than no table and chairs some table and chairs exactly yeah. so i put them up there and um i didn't really say anything neighbors just wanted to kind of be a surprise we went up there like oh cool there's chairs up there and one dude uh in our little whatsapp neighbor group uh, was just like super unhappy about it. He's not happy with the tables and chairs. He hates free places to sit. Yeah, he's like, who put these up here? There's less room up there. And which, I'm thinking, which there wasn't. Like, there, there, there didn't take many room. Like, eighty five percent of the sp- space was still free. Maybe even more, maybe ninety percent. Yeah, yeah, Once yeah, you collapse them, yeah. they take up no space. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what you're doing up there. You're running laps. It's, it's not very. <laughs> you know, it's it's like what fifteen, maybe twenty square meters up there. It's not that big. There's not much space to do. It's like we can yoga, but don't even move around for yoga. The thing is, this like terrace, it has like a 360 beautiful view of Berlin. So what do you normally do when you go up there? You go up there with like a bottle of wine or a beer yeah. with some friends and you know, you sit and usually you have to, you have to, everyone has to bring their own table and chairs from their apartment, which is a pain, you know? Yeah. So, hey, look, there's, and again, they, they, they looked fine. They, they, they were the kind of stuff that you would sit at at a bar. Like, they were fine. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, you know, on WhatsApp, that person wrote that and actually responded like, hey, I got them as kind of like a treat for everyone. Like, welcome to the apartment. I hope you all enjoy. And luckily, everyone else was like, hey, I love the tables and chairs. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. So, I got a lot of support, which is good. Yeah, good. He didn't yeah, get yeah. Like, much support at all. Yeah. But it's still like very dense and just didn't get the point. So we put them like underneath, like, because it's a little raised above the roof. So we put them underneath like the floor and they're heavy. It's hard to get out of there. Anyway, I put them back up again. Like that's just back and forth. They're very passive aggressive. I'm putting them back. They put them away. And then I'm not, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to talk to them personally. Yeah, yeah. That's just wild. Passive aggressiveness. Or like, uh, you know, in Berlin, people break in to apartments. It happens all the time. Mm. Usually they break into the basements, right? I mean, that's the. The go-to zone yeah. is less risky. And by break-in, they're not like kicking in the door, you know, usually like they, they wait till the front door is open or they right. or they buzz and they claim that they're DHL delivering a package and then somebody buzzes them in, you know, they're not like, you know, using a crowbar. They're not they're not the wet bandits from Home Alone or something. Exactly. So we, we, we have edit, we've had evidence that people have broken in a few times, which is Berlin. That's what happens all the time. Like every mm-hmm. building you live in is getting broken into probably yeah. like twice a week. Well, I don't know. I don't, I've never experienced my building getting broken into. I'm sure it has though. Yeah. No, no, I'm sure, but not. I don't. I would say you're making it seem like this is a daily occurrence. True, that's way more exaggerated. Yeah, this is this is way way less. But, like Berlin is a safe place. Don't don't think no, your building is getting broken it's into. A, it's a very it. safe place, yeah. but uh, basement robberies are a very common thing. Yes, but they, but they are non-violent. Like right. again, they're like it's just, it's like crime of uh, of uh, what do they call it? 
not happenstance, crime of uh, opportunity, you know, like right. they just happen to see a door open, you know, a door open because somebody's moving a couch and they're like, oh, okay. Go to the basement, yeah. see if anything's open, yeah. what you can take. But luckily your basement should be locked, so nobody should be able to get into your basement. Right. Yeah. So our basement was locked. We saw like someone pee downstairs or someone even found someone sleeping under the thing. And some people, of course, WhatsApp groups, this whole conversation, call the cops, do this. And someone's like, I just talked to the person. They just need somewhere to sleep for the night. They're leaving later. It's fine. Mm. Or like, we have to install security cameras inside and outside the building. And living in Germany, uh, as many of you listeners know, uh, data protection is a very large part of the German culture. So putting up security cameras in your building, you need everybody's consent in the building. And if one person says no, you can't do it. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking, all right, I put security cameras in, then what? Then we see someone walking in, stealing things, and then someone walking out. Yeah, th- then the difference is then what? now you not only have the puddle of pee, but you have video of the homeless man who did it. And great, some homeless guy, you'll never find him. Like, and what are you going to do? Give, right. give, him, it, give him a ticket like you know yeah i mean I, I could see it for like a violent you know, somebody's murdered in the building okay it's great they have video now you, you could see who did it right I, I get that but like for general for the reason that they want it it it's not preventative it's just like it's just archiving the thing exactly that happened, you know? and then the question is who looks at the videotape you know do i want to be under mm-hmm. surveillance in my own home all the time no like i don't want any of that personally that's me personally but of course that always comes into a big conversation Instead of having these meetings, which you can have with your uh, property management, you can talk about those things in discussions. But instead, it's on WhatsApp. So you have like these long, some weeks, you have like a hundred messages yeah. in German and English, all back and forth. And just everyone's just kind of discussing things in circles. And it's like, why are we doing this here? This is not, so I mute that chat. And I look at it every once in a while. So it is nice to have the chat, but then sometimes it can be a real pain in the bum. Yeah. And I think what you're pointing out basically is like you're, you're, even if you think you're doing something that is going to please everybody, there's always going to be one person that yeah. in a building of 30 to 50 to hundred people, whatever, there's never going to be something that everyone is cool with. You know, like, like maybe you, you're, you're having a party. So you, you do the German thing where you post a sign a few days before, right? which uh, I'm having a party on Saturday. We'll be posting, uh, what day is it? Probably tomorrow or whatever. Or like telling everybody we're having a party just to let them know. So they don't call the cops, but that doesn't necessarily mean everybody's going to call the exactly it's going to be cool with it like you know so our or um you know like we used to do a little um barbecue on our in our on our patio most people were cool with it but there was the one person who lived the furthest away who one time came over and is like don't do that the smoke's getting into my window so we basically then we even had to go and buy electric barbecue you know just right so um yeah living in a building it's almost like dealing with roommates it is. It is you know, you know what I mean? like, on a bigger scale. On, on a bigger scale, and they're just not in your physical space. But it's kind of like it's kind of like each apartment is like a room in a large apartment. Yeah, no, that, that is the building. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, more or less literally what an apartment building is. Yeah, and so um, <laughs> I, I've I've lately had to deal with a lot. Like uh, we've had neighbors throwing constantly cigarettes in our garden, and we've had to deal with that. And we, we've had like a, a mice problem in our garden in the kind of the the courtyard, the Hof, if you will. The little mice coming around and like so i i don't like killing things so i would set up these no kill traps and then go and release them in like a nearby park or whatever but there's this one person who's also in the courtyard who just puts out poison and she just kills all the mice and the but, mice die in your yard but they all die in my yard and so she she gets to put the poison and never has to deal with it but then me there was only one week where it was like four or five different mice like First of all, I almost walk on them, like leaving my apartment. Yeah. yeah. And there's Eey. dead dead mice just like you know, laying there. With it's like ma- the plague. Yeah. Like with maggots eating it or whatever. 
and then I'm the one who has to pick it up and throw it away. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that the mice problem is gone, but I didn't want them to die. Like, you know, and plus it's like, I, I wish, I wish there was a shared responsibility for throwing away the mice, you know, that's, kind that's of, true. So th those are those kind of issues. And um, you're always going to have, uh, or hopefully not, but like, there's always going to be that one loud neighbor that you have to deal with as we talked about. Yeah. Um, well, also like in, in Berlin, generally there's, Things are always under construction. I mean, they're still rebuilding the city from the war. It's crazy. Yeah, especially apartments. These old apartments, they're like repainting. Like con It's like every other building is getting renovated. Repainted, re-roofed, whatever. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So like in my old apartment, um, they put up scaffolding and I went to do some repaint the thing, redo your balconies, whatever. And the scaffolding is up for a long time. And like scaffolding outside your apartment's kind of scary because anyone could just walk up to like, I lived on the second floor at the time, uh, third floor for Americans. And um, I have people all the time like not climbing the scaffolding. People can climb the scaffolding because it's a, it's accessible from the ground floor. Yeah, they should. Um, they should. I think in the states, like I mostly saw like there's a ladder, but then they they put they put a grate over it with like a padlock so you can't climb it right. or something. Or I, mean, I, guess, I guess you could figure it out if you do parkour or whatever. But not here a lot of the time. So uh, yeah, on our balcony we had, we had little flower flower uh beds there yeah, and someone just stole our flower beds. What? I don't know if they climbed up and stole. I it. didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know. How long ago was this? Oh, this was five, six years ago. Crazy. Or like one time we were having a party and my buddy rang, but I couldn't hear him. So he just, he just climbed the scaffolding and jumped onto our balcony. <laughs> Which is funny, but then you realize anybody could do that. Exactly. I was like, that was hilarious, but also terrifying. Yeah, that sucks. But plus also there's the kind of awkwardness of, so obviously that scaffolding is there for construction workers to do stuff. So maybe you're just like watching TV or making out with your girlfriend on the couch. And then there's, yeah. some, there's some guy looking through your window as he's painting the the wall or doing whatever the hell and you're like mm. well you're doing stuff and also you kind of feel the guilt because like oh you're working and i'm just chilling and you're outside i know it's not my fault and you think judging you weird. like look at this guy he's so lazy like, just, i work hard <laughs> just saturday <laughs> playing video games all day loser <laughs> like yeah so the construction thing is uh it's just something you have to learn to live with generally in berlin there's always construction let's get over it there's nothing you can do about it yeah and you just cross your fingers and you're like don't let it be my building. Like, cause you, you see like the building next to you and the building to the yeah. right, left of you, the right of you, like, don't let it be my building. Don't let it be like. and, and then finally, like a few years, of course you, it happens to you. And if they say, you know, construction will be for a year, it's going to be two years. Is it six months? going to be a year and a half. It's, it's always way longer than they say it's going to be. They're doing construction across the street from us right now. The only view we have from our balcony and they're doing, redoing the roof. They said to be done last March. And it's like, I don't think close to being done. We're coming up on like next March. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> In a few months. Man. I know. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. And one thing that, and this is going to be the, the, the bane of your exist existence we're dealing with is packages. Yeah. Packages. Right? Because that really becomes a communal thing because, um, we're all ordering from Amazon. We're all ordering from the internet. We're all getting constantly every week, a couple packages, right? Um, well, not everybody, but you know, you're, you're all ordering, you need the stuff it's getting ordered. And what happens? Cause like in the, in the States, when I lived, if you weren't home, they just left packages right outside your door. Now right. that's not a really a thing here. I mean, it's, you can, there's an option, but few, few will do it. Sometimes so, my guy puts outside of my door, which is nice. Like, you know, I I'm fine with that, you know, I don't mind, but, but the, but the main thing that happens here is when you're not home, they go to a neighbor's house and knock on the door and they say, Will you take this package for your neighbor and basically kind of force it? I mean, there's no there's no other answer, but yes, you have to say yes. And they give you the package, and then now it's yeah, kind it's, of, it's weird to say no. Like they're they're going around and knocking your door, like here's a package for you. Oh, so I have five more. Would you mind taking them too? And like 
I want to say no. I, I I have had once or twice I said no, but it was just because like I was like the next I was like the next day I was like we're leaving for two weeks. We can't take these because nobody will get them. Right. Um, and I don't say no as often as I would as I like to because our our friend Childish he said he once said no, and then the guy said uh, basically put him on the blacklist and would not deliver packages to him again. That sucks. And so, also so like, they take revenge on you. And I also feel bad because like you know being a DHL or a truck driver delivering packages is not an easy job. So I feel bad being like. No, you can go find someone else, even though I'm right here and absolutely can take them because I'm right here talking to you. <laughs> you know, I, I, yeah. I feel bad about it's it. Just sometimes it gets obscene where I've had five, six packages from different neighbors, huge, pa- especially during Christmas, huge packages, a meter wide. They're taking up half your living room and you're like, dude, I'm not a post office. Like, yeah. you know, it gets kind of ridiculous. And then every day you have a new neighbor showing up at 8 p.m. when you're in her sweatpants and all cozy, on the, you know, and like it's and, and again, I. I understand. I, I'm not against it in general. It's just it can sometimes go overboard. And the DHL and delivery guys, sometimes they are lazy and they don't want to go to floors above like second, third floor or whatever. So what I ha- what happened to me yesterday, the guy, guy came. He's like, oh, I have a package for you. Great. And then, of course, there's always that one behind the back that he slips out. Right. Uh, can you also take this one? For Where your did na- that come from? And he said, can you take this one for your neighbor? And he said the name. And it, it's the neighbor that's directly above me which I knew was home because he was playing epically loud techno music the entire morning. <laughs> and at that moment was still doing it. And so he's like, can you take this one for, and I was like, yeah, he's home right now. And he's just the, guy, the look on the guy's face. He's so used to just people just like take it. And I was like, no, he's home. You can give it to him. He's home. Oui. He's above me. <laughs> and he's, like, he's like, no, no, no. I, 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 I rang the Klingle, the bell, the, uh, the bell. And I was like, no, he's home. I was like, hear, hear that music. That's him. I was like, go. <laughs> And he was so pissed at me. But honestly, it's like, why should I take a package for somebody when they are home? It makes no sense. It's now it's now giving me this extra work. It's giving that guy the extra work of having to come to my house. Like he's home. Well, but, I, but, but clearly, the guy just did not want to walk one flight of stairs yeah, above no, me. To get, but and he got all angry at me. But it's like, sorry. But this is something I've had to deal with so much where um, the guys never want to give, want to ever want to walk up to the fifth floor to give packages to the people above me. So they always claim that they're not home, and then. Suddenly, I'm getting like eight packages, and it's you know, fair, yeah, absolutely fair. I don't think like I don't think they even try going to our apartment anymore because we're never home, so it's always that neighbor's place. But that brings up the problem: when can I get it? Because sometimes you go to pick it up and they're not home, so you're out there tomorrow, not home again. You're like, okay, yeah. you were home where the package is delivered, but not home when I'm home. So clearly, we have opposite schedules, which is annoying. Which can suck, yeah. I mean, so so exa- so. Good question. Now, what do you think is an acceptable like cutoff time? Like like how late are you? I'd say willing to go to a house to pick up a package. I'd say eight thirty nine o'clock, but that's pushing it. I'd say nine is pushing it. Yeah, I I would go. Yeah, between eight thirty nine, if it was something like I desperately, desperately need it. But yeah, like for me, I feel comfortable up till eight. I think that's. I think eight is definitely before a good cutoff eight, point. For eight, I'm a hundred percent comfortable. But, but, but between eight and nine, I start to, I'll do it if I have to, but I'm not too, and, and after nine for me, that's like, that's too late. It's like, like you're, you're again you're in your sweatpants, like you're, and you're, also, you're, 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 you're cuddled in like, yeah. And also people with kids, young kids, you know, you know, they're getting their kids to bed early, just went to bed and you ring the doorbell and now you woke up their kid and you don't, you don't want to exactly. be that neighbor. That's actually one of the good things about that WhatsApp group I have with our neighbors. If there's a package, someone will be like, oh, I have a package for this person. I'm like, cool, I can pick it up. I'll come tomorrow at 10 o'clock. I'll be home, whatever. It's like, oh, great. So oh, that's nice. That is nice. Yeah. So I know, like one time it was late. 
And I was like, hey, do you mind if I come pick it up now? And he's like, no, no worries, I'm home. I was like, oh, great, you know, no worries. That, that's helpful because some people are not owls and it doesn't matter. But, but like, I, I get, even if somebody is up till 2 a.m., I still think nine o'clock's a good cutoff because like, just let them be, you know, not having, because I've had times where, yeah, again, we're like on the couch, it's late. And then in like an hour period, we have like two different people coming, not knocking on the door. And it's just kind of like, how hey. about how early on a weekend? Ooh, Saturday. Okay, so Saturday, actually, before we get to that, would you pick up on a Sunday? Sunday, I would not. On Ruatog. No, no. Like, I, I, I respect the Ruatog rules for Sundays. Uh, Sundays, I do not pick a package. I think even without the German Ruatog, which, which means um, the calm, the day of rest, uh, where you can't do anything noisy, um, Sunday is a very sacred day in Germany. It is. Even without that kind of rule, I would still respect the Sunday, because for me, Sunday is that, like, it's the day before you go back to work. It's also, that's kind of like... It's a day of rest, man. Yeah, day of rest. Like, and you, you, I Lord's want, Day. I don't want to see neighbors coming over. Asking your Actually, that last weekend, somebody came at like 5 p.m. on a Sunday. And I remember being really thrown off by it. Like, what? What are you doing here? Yeah, it's weird. like a Sunday. Yeah. Unless um, someone says like, I have your package texting you or something like that. Come get it now or something like that. Well, of course. Different. Yeah. But I would never do a cold knock on a Sunday. No. No. I Yeah. In Germany, I would say like that's asking to really annoy your neighbor probably um for sure okay but, but yeah saturday how early would you go that's a good question actually because we like to stay in bed as late as we want we're adults i don't have kids so we like to stay in bed sometimes yeah and- i, I want to allow for people to sleep in because i know I, I love a good sleep one on a saturday so i'd say 11 i'll go after 11 i go after 12 no, because the at well, because well, you got you and well, your girlfriend has epic sleep ins. Like, but the average person, I think, by eleven is awake. Right, but I th- yeah. I think twelve. I think like usually by twelve, you're either like you're about to go out or like you are like dressed at least. You know, it's midday. True. Yeah, yeah. I, morning I, is officially over now. Yeah, but then because it's Saturday, that person might be going out to do their Saturday fun thing. You know, so it's like you don't want to go too late. That's true. Yeah. So, but yeah, I would say yeah, uh, twelve is a good. But I I would be also be fine after eleven. Before that, mm, depends on the person. But yeah, I want to let people to sleep. I don't want to be like because I've had times on Saturdays, eight a.m. People knocking on my door, and I just I don't even go to the door because like I, I'm half naked. I'm in bed. You know. Yeah. Screw that. You know. And speaking of like people ringing your bell at random weird times, a weird thing. I don't know if this is all over Berlin or European or just Germany or mm. I don't know what it is. But every once in a while, you'll see a little note in your hallway or something like that saying, on this day between 10 o'clock and 4 p.m., people are going to come into your house and check things. Yeah. So in Germany, it's different than in the States. Now, in the States, most apartment buildings, the kind of like gas meters, electric meters, all that kind of stuff are outside of the building, like along a wall. And like mm. all 50 of them are right there and the person can come check. But in, in Germany, in Berlin specifically... Um, every year when they have to come and check to see what your w- hot water usage was, what your heater usage was, et cetera, they have to physically come into each apartment. And yeah. And so like what happens is there'll just be this random note, like you said, on the, on what it says like, and God, and so many people don't even read the notes. And so I suggest read all notes that are on your door, because basically what happens is you have to now take the day off work. Because you, right. you, you just like between 10 and 2. On, it's such a on, large on time a thir- frame. On a, yeah, on a Thursday, um, I've been lucky because I've, I've freelanced, so I have more of a flexible schedule, but I don't know how people do it with like a real job. Like The thing is like, you know, German efficiency. This is like the least efficient way to check this. I don't understand yeah. it. 
literally like somebody has to physically go apartment to buy apartment and, and literally it's just like a thing with the numbers they just and I'll write down these numbers I know they've they have been upgrading some of these to be so that like wirelessly they can just walk through the halls and collect the information just for some buildings but it's it's um it's really wacko it's really rare but yeah so it's like and if you if you miss it then you have to pay extra for the guy to come back on a day of your choosing. So like it'll cost you money. So it's um, it's not fun. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you'll stuff like ran like your house of my tongue or your, your property management. We'll stuff like random people pop in every once in a while. And sometimes you're not sure if it's a scam or not. Like we've had people knock on our door and be like, Oh, here we're check this. And we're like, who are you? And like, Oh, we're the whatever, whatever company. Yeah. We're like, can you prove you're this company? He's like, yo, we're, we're checking every single building. Like, that's great. But you have to prove to me who you are. So one time we, we we did not allow somebody in. No, I I'm, and we called their house okay by talk yeah. and was like, "Who is this? Person? Oh, they're supposed to be there." I was like, "That's great, but you they didn't tell us who they were. They had no idea on them, and you didn't tell us they were coming. So sorry, we turned them away." Yeah, usually they'll announce it with uh like a a post a little post usually, but not all the time. Yeah, no, this only happened to me once, and actually it was maybe two months ago. Like what you just said, like the knock at the door. And it was a guy, like, like, he clearly had the tool belt near the toolbox and, you know, whatever. Like, he looked like a... I ain't gonna tool belt in the toolbox. Yeah, yeah. But I know what I was saying. Like, I, I had the same concerns you did. Like, he showed up and he's like, I'm here to change the thing. And the name of the thing was just some random thing. Part. Never heard my life in German. Never heard my life. And I was, like, and I was like, I was like, the what? And then he kind of pulled, he pulled one of them out. And, it, and I, I recognize it. It's like... Um, the um, water meter in your bathroom that, that shows your hot water usage, like this oh, yeah. circular thing. Like, I recognized it and I was like, oh, okay. And then he was about to walk in and I was like, I was like, I was like, sorry, there was no posting on the door. Or like the, my house yeah. didn't say anything. And he's like, he's like, oh, well, I'm coming to do all the apartments. And I, and I was like, I was like, and who are you with? Like what company? And he's like, your house vault. And I was like, no, 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 but who are you with? And then, and, but he had all the stuff and he had the part. And, and this is a part that like, no random person I think would have. And then, uh, and then he came inside and I was so iffy like you. It's weird. Yeah. And then, and then he's like, okay, can, where's the bathroom? Okay. And he went to the bathroom. I working. And I, start, I immediately texted my girlfriend and I was like, did you, do you know anything about this? About something? She's like, no. And she's like, who's your friend? And then when he came downstairs, I stopped him again. I was like, I was like, sorry, can you give, do you have like a business card or something, whatever, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then that night me and my girlfriend called, the um the company and our house felt and double checked and oh yeah, yeah yeah that guy was supposed to come and it's like well you have to you have to tell us like or else it's, yeah. it's just some guy who could be faking just to get, i mean luckily like he only went to the bathroom so i was like okay i don't know what in the bathroom he could steal like or you know but uh it's yeah. still creepy it's we, still weird, they could yeah. be mapping out your house for a future robbery you know you never know why anyone would come in exactly so i don't i don't like those checks i find them very i don't like having people i don't know in my apartment generally yeah, so right who I does say, always ask questions now i know those of you with uh really poor german skills and stuff you'll you probably you know you won't want to rock the boat so you'll let them in and stuff and you know germans are like but i would say if you if you don't know why the person's supposed to be there like don't let them in even with their poor german or through english or something or get your phone out and your translator and try to figure out what why they're there and make sure that they're supposed to be there because right. Yeah, you, you you never know. Um, and speaking of Hausverwaltungs, the property management in Germany, they suck. They suck. I've never had a good one, and I've said several that they they are the people who, when something goes wrong in your apartment, you have a leak, you have a this that, something breaks. They're the ones who are supposed to fix it and deal with things, and they never do. They take months to fix anything, and you have to email or call them several times. It's just and awful. this is interesting when you rent an apartment, uh, you just have Hausverwaltung. Doesn't matter who it is, you get the apartment, and that's your person because yeah. that's part of the building. Now we moved into our new apartment. The building company, I'm pretty sure, chose our house of Atung for us. Okay. The building company who you hate, by the way. <laughs> right. I'm pretty sure. I could be wrong. I can't really remember that much. But we have this house of Atung. 
and we're stuck with them for, I think, three and a half or two and a half more years because they're under contract. Oh, then you can choose to renew or not to renew. Yeah. Right. And we're paying them. And we've had like these meetings where they'll be like, we have 16 points to talk about. And the first two, three points will take an hour. So, so this whole makes it take a day out yeah, of my life. Pretty much. Yeah. And then like for our, our recently our, um, our bell just broke because the genius designers of this building decided to put a little touchscreen bell instead of, instead of like normal buttons. Yeah. We have a little touchscreen with like scroll and search. Which takes forever, yeah. And search for the person trying to ring. It makes no sense at all. And we had to ring them in and it was broken from the get-go. I can never actually talk to people. I can only just, there's a little camera, I can see where they are and just yeah. ring them in. So that broke. So any delivery I got, anytime I ordered pizza or whatever, I had to go downstairs, get it and whatever. And like, it just, we, we didn't get mail for like two, three weeks because the mail people didn't know who lived there because there's no names outside of the building. <sighs> yeah. So we didn't get mail. We're contact house invites. I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're we're you know we'll figure it out. We're trying to contact the building people who are terrible, and they're like, oh yeah, you will figure it out. And house invites was like, eh, we'll figure. it. So it's pretty much everyone's going back like, eh, we'll figure it out eventually. And it took about like I think like a month to fix, which is actually pretty quick. Pretty quick in in Germany, there is no like speed when it comes to fix like fixing. There's no priority put to any of this. Like no. like doesn't matter how desperate situation is they'll be like oh yeah we'll take care of that and really weeks months will go by like i mean my, my old um apartment before this one you know of course to get in from the front you have to go through the front door but the back courtyard wasn't completely sealed in with buildings around it if that makes sense there was a section where there was like a fence yeah that, that led into a different property right sure suddenly there was a huge somebody cut a huge hole in that fence oh right so now anybody without a key can now walk into our property. Great. I told them about it for nine months and they finally fixed it the week I moved out. Oh, great. Yeah. And that was after, during that time, there were two burglaries in our apartment building. I don't know. I'm not saying it was because of that hole, but damn well could have been. I mean, like, you know, yeah. 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 The shoe fits. <laughs> right. Yeah, and it, it, it's pretty snug. <laughs> uh, we, we had two urgent ones. One got fixed immediately, actually, to be fair, because the neighbor below us like knocked on our door and like, uh, by the way, uh, our ceiling is leaking. <laughs> we're like, oh shit! Well, oh, coming from your apartment, coming from our apartment. We're like, oh, no. well, our apartment looks fine. Yeah. And then we found out like the the tile in our bathroom was like raised a bit, so clearly a pipe burst. So they came pretty quickly to fix that, which is nice. Uh, but one another emergency. Oh, I think it's an emergency, like a first world emergency. Was our we had no hot water in our uh, apartment? No, that's a big deal. Yeah, because we didn't have central hot water. We had like a little boiler, and. Uh, it wasn't just like cold. It was like freezing. I was just saying, during Ashkai. Was this in winter? Luckily, it was uh, in like the latter end of summer. But still, no showers. No, like, yeah. So, like, showering, I could do like one small body part at a time, like splash water. It was, For it was half honestly, a second. it was so, so no, cold. I, be I believe you, man. And we told them, like, well, it's not winter, so it's not an emergency. We'll fix it when we get around to it. Oh, you got to be kidding me. So, we went about, I think, like a month without hot water. And I went also to our buddy who also didn't have hot water for, for three and a half months before they fixed Jesus. it. Jesus. So he was showering. And luckily he lives near work and our work has like an adult shower. Oh, Misha. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Misha. Shit. So he was actually showering at work every morning for like three and a half months on the weekends as well. They gave him a key. Again, it, again, and your, your shower busted, that is priority. That should be, that should be done within the next and, few days. And especially because like, you're paying rent, you're paying for the water. Yeah. Like you're paying to have hot water. Absolutely. Luckily for us, the 
for the burst pipe and for the hot water, I'm pretty sure we got some rent reduction, which is pretty nice for that for that for that like month. Which is nice, but like they rarely do that. Like no, they only do it when they know that they are legally legally obligated. Like they they yeah, because like again, you're you're paying for a certain amount of service, and you're not now you're not getting that service. You should immediately they, they should immediately say oh but oh don't, we're gonna give you a reduction, especially here where the rents are so are so high. Yeah, they're going up. Yeah, I had once it was in December, our heating broke. Ugh. It took them four days to fix it that's pretty good pretty good but again in mid-december four days with no heating and again it was a cold year so like it was freezing like you you were you were were freezing and no hot water and no heating like yeah so that should have been the thing like where the next day some they should have sent somebody over to fix that but it's still it's like half almost half a week where you're just like freezing your ass off you you know these are some of the things that's like hey berlin get used to it Nothing you can do about it. It sucks. Unfortunately, again, these house revoltings, they like to just take money and not... The whole point you're paying them for is for them to to maintain the property. They just don't want to do the maintaining part. Right. I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> they hate doing actual work. They just want the checks coming in, you know. That's um, fair. Don't we all? Yeah, I guess. Um, what else can we talk about? Oh, yeah, you know, and one thing I've never done, I don't know if you've done it, is live ground floor on street. No, I... I we almost moved into an apartment on ground floor street but uh it's it's too it's scary i don't know i don't like people walking by my window and being able to look yeah like currently i'm ground floor but i'm in like a second courtyard so i'm really far from the street so nobody's walking by and there's no car sounds or anything but yeah walking because i on on my street sometimes i'm walking home and especially at night and the windows are wide open and they're lights are on and so you just find yourself looking and you just see a guy with like shirtless watching tv and it's just weird i don't know like yeah no it's it's a little voyeuristic. It's a little creepy and also just feels dangerous. I like being and up And it's loud too. And I'm it's sure. loud. I like being up high where I can see the street. You're like a bird, you know? Yeah. Bird. And because, you know, I grew up in the suburbs and stuff, you know, I never really went to like high buildings. Okay. So it's really cool to be like be up high and be like, oh, I'm up high. That's fun. Nice. I'm a human. This is not supposed to be that high. And also on ground floor, which I think a lot of people don't really think about, is uh, it costs more to heat in the winter because underneath you is a basement and not another apartment. So actually, ground floor apartments are actually colder. Mine is freezing. Like, yeah. I mean, you, there are times in the summer when I have to wear a pullover. Yeah, dude, your apartment's and, always and, cold. And it's like 75. So it's, or, you know, uh, Fahrenheit, whatever, 28 or 28 Celsius or whatever. Wow. <laughs> it's hot, you know, outside. And so it's oh, it's always several degrees colder in our, because our living room is ground floor. Yeah, because below it's you is the basement. Yeah, and that's so basements are cold. It's but it's great in the summer because we get free ac in that sense yeah yeah but during winter it's always like a five degrees colder than it is outside so right it's, yeah it's not so fun. that's something else about ground floor it's just, ground floor is just not not for me not for me now usually it's cheaper so i see why some people take it but yeah I, yeah i just I can't, I can't do with the people walking by and looking at me I, I would just constantly have my curtains drawn which would of course you'd make you feel like a hermit because there's like no yeah. sunlight and no you and can't see anything. Yeah. I also like balconies. I like being sitting on a balcony, like looking down, like ooh, what's down there? And you know, mm-hmm. I just I don't know. So you've got a bit of a voyeur in you, a little bit. Oh my. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, I think we've kind of covered a lot. Actually, one one thing. Uh, talk about security. Like, how, how safe do you feel? Have you felt living in Berlin and Berlin apartments in general? Um, I've I've I feel very safe. I've never felt unsafe in a city. Have you ever had any situations where? Um, the building got broken in when you were there or, or no, your apartment got broken I, into? I, I or did have a guy who, when I first went into our old apartments, I'm talking like eight years ago, there was a guy, I think, who lived 
a few floors above us who would come down every once in a while. He had like black teeth. They'd come down every once in a while, like ask for cigarettes and ask mm-hmm. for things. And he'd just always keep coming down. Like run on a balcony, he'd see us on the balcony and come down, down and talk to us. Okay. And it was really creepy, really off-putting. Talk to you too closely. You know, he opened a door, like almost stepped into the door frame. You know, very uncomfortable vibes. Until one time he came and our buddy Misha, I was like, oh, Tim again. And Misha went up to him. He's like, stop coming over here. We don't have anything for you. Mm. Never come back. Yeah. He never did. Nice. Besides that, uh, I felt very safe. Nothing's ever been broken into. Uh, knock on wood. Well, um, you just knocked on a towel. There we go. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I generally feel very safe here. Yeah. Yeah, same. I can't think of any time my apartment ever gotten broken into or my building. Oh, I'd, I just had once where I was subletting a place for like six months. And unbeknownst to me, he had given like his friend in Berlin a key to the place. I think I mentioned this on the podcast before. And one day I woke up, and again, I live alone. Keep that in mind. I woke up to find somebody standing over me. Oh, right. Yeah. And then I screamed like a little girl, and he just slowly just turned around and walked out. It didn't say anything. Um, Then I found it, and then I called him. Oh, yeah, that's my friend in Berlin. Oh, yeah, he was just, he collects the mail and brings it. I'm like, yeah, I can collect my own mail. Thank you. Like, you know, and then I started. Every anytime I was home, I always put. This is why I do this to this day. I always keep my key in the door, locks that way. Nobody can put a key in from the outside. Inside, yeah. yeah, smart. Because just from that horror trauma of somebody walking in, but that wasn't really a break in. That was you know whatever. But uh, I mean, it's I, by definition a break in. <laughs> yeah, 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 but but you know at least like he's sort of connected to the apartment. It was just some random. It wasn't some random dude, you know. So, um, but um, but yeah, like I, I also I feel. I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I always feel wary of buzzing in people when I don't know if there's, you know, there's always that thing, you know, like sometimes, you know, you're going to your apartment, you're walking in and then there's a guy walking in behind you. Yeah. I always let them in because you're, because you don't want to be that dick. Like, don't be like the hall monitor. Hey, show me some ID. Do you live here? I don't want to be like that. That's a, but this part of you that as you walk in, you're like, does he live here? Or did, or is he just like, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Uh, I've had a few neighbors ask me when I'm coming behind, I'm like, no, I live here too as a kid. Like, oh, okay, cool. Just in case. But would, um, but would you ask? I, I, one time I did, one time I did, yeah. But what made you do it that one time? Not uh, right. It was when our, it's when uh, we found um, the pee in the basement and like the, oh. the basement door is almost like, it suddenly looked like someone was trying to break with a crowbar and then break, and luckily the door didn't open. Uh, so after that, we're kind of like a little more wary. Uh, I was just trying to avoid opening a door. <laughs> Someone's coming. <laughs> I was waiting a little, wait a little bit, make sure they walk by me personally. Yeah, I had a guy today yeah, who, awkward. who rang my bell. I think I told you this a few minutes ago. Like, rang my bell, and then he's just like, "Yeah, couldn't see the tour aufmachen, bitte." Like, could you please just open the door without like stating what he's there for? And then I'm like, "Wer bist du? Like, who are you?" And he's like, he just repeats himself. Yeah, can you open the door, please? And then I'm like, "No." Who? I'm like, "Who are you? Are you? Is this a delivery? What are you doing?" And then he's like, "Ah, oh, for damn shit!" He just got annoyed that I wasn't open the door. And, but, but still it's like, I'm not going to buzz somebody in like when I don't know what you're here for. Yeah. But the thing is like, he could easily lie and say, Amazon. Yeah, exactly. And say I, anything. I would still, I would, bu- I would buzz him in, but like he couldn't even give a lie or give something like, I don't that's know why I do like having the camera now. So whoever buzz, I can see who is there, which is nice. Which yeah. is pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would but generally, I would, I'd recommend not buzzing in people unless you know, because as you said, there are some people, they, they will just lie, say Amazon and they get buzzed in. And then their goal is to try to see if your your basement is open so they can steal some stuff or whatever. Exactly. Um, we had one, one awkward situation. This is my last little story. One lock, when we were coming home and there was a guy and he was talking to somebody on the, our intercom and then he saw how we had a key and he's like, oh, can you please let me in? 
I'm really worried about my friend. I think she's suicidal, like, but she's not letting me in, et cetera. And then you're like, part of you's like, yeah, I want to let you in. But part of you's like, is this a fake story? And maybe you're just like an angry ex-boyfriend and now I'm going to let you in. And then, you know, who knows what's going to yeah, happen. You know yeah, what I mean? True. Like, I don't know if this is a real story or not. Like, cause maybe this, maybe cause he's like, this, she's not letting me in. And it's like, well, maybe there's a reason she's not letting you in. You know, right. I, I don't want to like, cause now she feels safe. Ooh, that's tough. Cause she's behind this wall she has control over i don't want to be the one that opens it for this guy and then ruin that feeling of safety for her but he like he seemed really distraught like like very distraught um and then so we let him in but we kind of walked with him kind of into the courtyard and we saw him kind of looking up and and then while we were there um we saw him physically calling the police or whatever so we were like okay this sounds like could be a real thing so but still there's that moment where you're like Okay, See, I, wanna, I wanna let you in, but I, I also don't know if this if this is real or not. Ah. Yeah, that that's that's tough. And these are things, yeah, I think you gotta you, you gotta learn to deal with in 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 this city, or I guess in a lot of cities, to be honest. It's a big city living, baby. It's big city living, baby. You know what else is part of big city living? Drinking whiskey? For us it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh yeah, okay. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's, do it. <laughs> Let's do it. It's that. So we're drinking again the uh uh Grace O'Malley Irish Pirate Queen. What a cool, being a pirate queen that sounds so cool. Awesome. I want to pirate kind of Google queen. that. It's, I mean, there's a had a birth date, so it sounds like she was a real person. Yeah. Uh, what did I say? 1330, I think it says. It could be 1530. Like, honestly, it's so small. I don't know. Grace O'Malley, blended scotch whiskey, product of Ireland. Way on the back, it says, believe in grace. Her great rebellious heart must never be forgotten. Believe in grace. Cheers to grace. To grace. I think it's nice. It's pretty sweet. Smooth. Pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet, bro. Pretty gnarly. Uh, but no, it's smooth. It goes down easy. It's got a nice flavor to it. It tastes like mm. a pretty standard but good Irish. I think that's maybe the only negative thing I can say about it is it, it does. It tastes like an average Irish, but tasting like Still an average good. Irish, is, it's not something bad. That's the thing. It's not an mm. insult. So, um, ooh. yeah. What, what number are you going to do? Let's do that at the same time. Let's do the same score. Okay, let me take my last sip. Ready on three. I have one last sip. And three, ready? Okay. One, two, three. Seven point five. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> that was, I know. I just thought I was like, that's a solid seven and a half. That's right when I drank it. Seven and yeah, a half. Yeah, like that. That's very. Av- it's like very average. Not amazing, but not bad. It's it's good. So I get the point five at the end. Uh, all right. No, so I, I thought I said. Point five and you said eight and a half. Sure. Right, so right. seven point five for Jeff, seven and a half for me, Grace O'Malley. Uh, I would say pick it up. We find it, and it seems like there's cool stories. In the back, it says Grace O'Malley whiskey is oh, dedicated is o- to o- the o- O'Malley or O'Malley. O'Malley. Okay. Grace O'Malley whiskey is dedicated to the legendary Irish pirate queen, Grenduale. What? She has a new name. I thought it was Grace O'Malley. Oh no. Her great rebellious heart must never be forgotten. Believe in grace. Produced for grace. And is oh, it's, oh, it's all in Gaelic. Okay. Maybe that was her name in Gaelic. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Anyways, everyone. It's tasty, man. Uh, it is tasty. And thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you all the time. I know we say it every episode, but we do. You we really do. You're the only reason that we keep coming back because it's you guys make it fun. You know, That's I lo- it. love interacting with you guys, getting your messages. It's just good times. Yeah. You you keep on being you. We'll keep on being us. Yeah. Everyone be happy in your own, in your own skin. You I deserve know I it. Am. You know you are. Yeah. Be safe. 
Nope. Stay healthy. Stay. Stay safe. Stay healthy. There you go. Be safe. Be healthy. Stay no, no. Safe. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay thirsty. I right. Yeah. Okay. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And uh, stay thirsty, my friends. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.